some creativity. creativity for the society. The Process Podcast. It's the Process Podcast, episode 28. We're back. It's a Friday. It's Friday. And we're feeling good. Hell yeah. How you doing? Not too bad. What have you been up to? Uh, big day at work today. Oh, yeah? We, um, yeah, mentioned yesterday that we went out to like a, to a grocery store, one of the grocery stores we had tables installed at, and uh, just shot video for like two hours, got a bunch of different stuff, and I didn't really go into it. Like the plan is ultimately to shoot video that we can use as um, like advertising on Facebook and Instagram, like targeted ads. We just shoot the video, produce the video, and then target a bunch of people who own grocery stores mm-hmm. everywhere in North America, and then shoot that out and it reaches, say, like 4,000, 5,000 people. And then from that, that's basically how we generate the leads for the uh, the business. So today spent, I'd say pretty much half the day in Premiere Pro, just like in the, in the editing zone, trying to produce like as many, as many different video ideas as possible. Cause when we went into the shoot, I didn't have an idea of what the final video was going to look like, but I'm like, nah, I'm just gonna, I like, I have an inkling of an idea, like just a little hint and I'm going to shoot what I think I'm going to need which I don't know, never went to, never did film school or anything like that or any proper media training. So I genuinely don't know Mm -hmm. what I'm doing, but I was like, I'm just going to figure it out, shoot what I can, get as much as I can. Came back, sorted it all out and uh, came out with three pretty rocking videos. Did a voiceover for one of them, which is pretty cute. Yeah. You sent me a video of it and it was, I loved it. It was good. I enjoyed it. uh, I put the Dylan podcast voice preset on it, which basically just cleans up the noise in the background and makes it not sound really tinny mm. so whatever you're listening to the way that my voice sounds now is the way that my voice sounded during this beautiful commercial-esque video mm. for beautiful lemon tree produce display tables so you know that they can they hold sweet potatoes I noticed that from the video, actually. They and do. Sweet, as well see, as no. apples and more apples. I like the more apples. I, I, I thought like that. that was cheeky. I, I thought like, that was cheeky. It is pretty cheeky. I like it. Okay. And then, like, we we add bag holders because that's a pretty common mm-hmm. thing, for uh, especially for a grocery store. Um, so I'm like, I'm just going to add it in at the end just because it's, it's cute. It's cheeky. I was like, and, oh, yeah, and we have bag holders. Yeah. No, I like that Just as well. because. It's, good. it's a feature. You got to show it off. Yeah. yeah. I wish we we do like um, acrylic uh, dividers, like mm-hmm. laser cut and laser bent acrylic dividers, because it's relatively cost effective and it also looks nice because um, it's clear. Obviously, you yeah. see right through it um, and keeps like the different like if you got two different types of apples, you can split it up on the table. Mm-hmm. Pretty, pretty effective. Look at me getting all nerdy about mm-hmm. display tables. About produce. Um, and it, it's a it's a good selling feature. But the product they had on their tables wasn't our product. It was like some, you ever heard of the material Lexan? Yep. Yeah. They were Lexan things. So like we could have used them in the video, but we didn't make them. Mm-hmm. And if anyone sees it, yeah, it's just like, oh, case. that's not yours. Yeah. Yeah. Just in case. Play it safe. 
but that like it was only like side table like we've got there's there's other acrylic on the table but um that'll be another video for another day mm. so yeah that's basically literally what i've done today i went on a run nice. in the morning it was freezing cold um came home had a nice big smoothie um cool. edited videos sent some emails sent like literally 25 emails today damn professional it was not fun it was not fun and I've still got a couple emails to send after this, which I'm just remembering now. Mm. Real pain in the butt. Damn. What about you? What did you do today? I worked on the 3D print that is finally Ooh. finished. So I finally actually slept okay last night. So I didn't have a finally. 3D printer running for the first the time in like a week. Yeah, I know, right? I, pretty much actually, yeah, close to a week. That's um, insane. Yeah. But um, oh just clean them up, sand them a little bit, you know. Looking all nice. I had to put these little pins in them so they like come like clamp together nicely. Oh, so like they like a, a fastening or not like a locator? Yeah, it was pin? a locator. It's not for fastening because it's going to be clamped, the two halves, but it's just for locating and holding in place kind of thing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But so when are you going to give it to uh give it to the guy? Probably next week. And my dad's going to drop by. Oh, yeah. Next week. So probably give it to him. Because I think it's pretty much, pretty much done. I think I might file out the the holes a little bit more just so it fits together a little bit easier but it's, yeah it's done probably not a bad idea i mean how long did the print take in total it was like as, like, as a grand process uh well i guess it's like 96 it was like 48 aside <gasps> yeah oh my god right oh my god nope that's a bit too long but now me. that's done i can play around with uh speed Printer speed. Oh yeah, true. You can do a lot of test stuff now. So I swear to God, if if I can double the speed and everything's totally fine, mm -hmm. what have what have I been doing the whole time? I could have been having everything in time. Yeah, you could. You, you literally know what I mean? could have. I'm kind of surprised that you never did that, or never well, did it. That you didn't do it beforehand. Well, I think the big thing was like, it's not like I know a lot about 3D printing. I was kind of just figuring out as I as I went, watching YouTube and reading stuff online. Best but way to do it. The guy bought it off of like the engineering student. He was like, you know, I've got all the settings running fine. You could you just set it up and it's ready to go. So I was like, all right, yeah. no need to worry. And so she went. I, was, I got a four thesis. I didn't want to spend time wasting time, you know, messing around mm. with stuff. So I was just like, let me just yeah. print the stuff I needed for thesis. So I can easily lose time. Yeah, and so I've been slowly just learning more and more and and figuring it out. Just you know, testing things like here. Let me change this and change this, and because the the, th yeah. the big thing was too like the the slicing software mm -hmm. that I use. Like I think it's called Idea Maker, but I think it's owned by one of the companies that makes some of the three D printers. Can't remember mm -hmm. the name. Makerbot, um, one of those. No, I was. Um, I'm not sure. No, it's not Makerbot though. But um, when you when you set up the the program. You can put like default, like it has like default um, like printers. So like if you yeah. have one of the printers, you can just click it and it puts all of like the default specs in for you. So you don't have to play around with everything. Oh, wow. It like puts everything. But the only default printers they have are the ones they sell. Because mine wasn't uh, one of the brand, you couldn't really put like any other printer. So you have to do it like completely custom. Mm. And like half the stuff or most stuff, I had no idea what it was. So I'm looking up like you know what printer they sell is the closest one i have so like i could right. try and like figure out the settings so i've been just constantly you know tweaking little things i'm starting to that's a bit of a 
starting to pain in the butt. Yeah, starting to figure it out a little bit now, though. And your next big... Can't remember if we mentioned it on the show yesterday or not, or in passing shows, but you said you're going to print a a statue of David. Mm -hmm. It's going to be your next project. Michelangelo's David, yeah. Oh, it's because my printer's... The the print size is pretty big. Yeah. It's like 300 by 300 by 400 mil. So like the, the height is like, I think 400 mil is like 15.7 something inches. Man. So I'm going to print like a 15 foot tall statue of David. Cause I found this really like high quality, really nice CAD model for free online. So I was like, Ooh, yes. It's always good when you can find it for free and you don't have to pay for it. And it actually looks nice. Yeah. Like it's actually really good quality. So SolidWorks is actually able to open it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, actually, it was already um, it was already an STL file, so I didn't even have to put it into SolidWorks. Oh. I could just throw it right into the slicing program. Oh, that's perfect. So I was like, yes, dope. Um, so yeah, I'm going to do some tests to try and figure out the speed, and if I can speed it up a bit, print that, really. have a giant statue of David, which is kind of cool, actually. Well, kind of pumped. I, th- I think it's a good desk ornament. You know? Exactly. You know, you could like, or may yeah, I guess you probably could like build an attachment piece at the bottom that you can just put like a, a weight into it, and that way you can just have it sit on the desk and it's it's not just fifteen inches of tall plastic. It's got a yeah. fair amount of weight to I it too. Th- I think it might because it has it comes with like, there's like a base to it, kind Ooh. of like where he's standing, kind of like a little rectangular square kind of base, which I don't know. Oh, yeah. If it's in the in the real statue, if it's the base, or the guy just kind of put like a base on it, but I think he is standing on like a rectangular yeah. pedestal. Yeah, on like the actual, but I don't know like in the sculpture if there's like something he's standing on. But oh, true. Um, but yeah, depending on I guess how much I crank up the infill, it might yeah, be able to weigh it true. down anyways. And because it's a square base and it's not like anything's really overhanging much. So I, I yeah, think it should be stable. But yeah, if not, I could just like put a hole in it or and put some weights yeah. on it. You could always print print the bottom half as a higher density infill yeah. as like, say, a 50% and then the upper half at like 25. Yeah. So that's, yeah, that could be pretty exactly. Cool. So I might do that. But I'm going to look into the speed, see if I can, to get it down to like a reasonable print time, I, yeah. I brought the infill down quite a bit but um have have you like have you done a test of it like to make a g-code file for it yeah yeah, yeah. oh yeah and what's um, it like what's it sitting at right now time-wise right now the last one i did for it which was like i think five or ten percent infill so it's pretty it's not pretty that light. solid it's pretty light um with the support and everything it was like 35 hours <gasps> my goodness it's a pretty big piece right like it's that's true 15 inches tall and it's like uh the support going along with it as well but um is that what that's with the old speed though right yeah so i Ah. think if i can bring up the speed and the quality's still there um Mm -hmm. i'll crank up the infill for sure and um make it a little more sturdy a little more strong and just still be better on the time so yeah i think my prediction and this is on record now. My prediction is that once you get the settings right, it's going to sit around 22 hours. That's going to be my okay. guess. Well, I'll see because like to me, after doing those two halves for like 48 hours aside for oh like gosh. a real simple looking jig, basically. Yeah. 35 hours to me at this point is like nothing. <laughs> I don't really care. 
that's a walk in the park. That's just a cool, that's a cool breeze at this point. Yeah. Like it's a little bit over a day, I guess. Right. But yeah, I don't, I don't really care about that. So if I can still keep it around 30 hours, but crank up the infill, I don't really care. Yeah. I'll just, you don't have a deadline to work to. So no, I'll just hit play on it's it. It's not the end of the world. Yeah. Cause then I want to cool things. Go ahead, go ahead. I totally just no, always take a big okay. sip of water. I was just, um, I was just gonna say I was gonna print it in like a lime green filament. Ooh. Just what, because what do you I think Michelangelo would say to that. I don't really care. Like, but uh, what what is lime green? I uh, yeah, probably wouldn't know what I'm talking about. Well, actually, I wasn't sure how much of the gray spool I used for the piece I just finished printing was gonna use, mm. but it used less. So there's probably not. It's almost a brand new spool still i think probably enough to print the whole thing Hmm. so either i'm gonna do that or i have this lime green because i just have a full spool of it pretty much so it's like as one typically does i'll just do that um i'm gonna like prime and paint it anyways when i'm yeah montana gray green so and it might be easier going lime green because then i can see areas that i missed oh totally yeah i mean because if i'm printing if i'm painting primer gray on top of a gray model and then painting it gray on top of that <laughs> might be a yeah, little you're never uh, gonna you're never gonna know where the paint is even and where it's exactly not. so i might just do lime green for that reason anyway so yeah no i think just, that's a good idea. and i i thought it'd be kind of funny to have a giant 15 inch tall lime green statue of david you might as well just like kind oh, of funny dude i have a yellow like too the- i have like a like a bright yellow it's like a neon, like a highlighter like a ne- yellow. Highlighter yellow, and then it's like basically like a highlighter green. Ooh. Yeah. Two halves. It's like an Andy Warhol David. <laughs> that would be totally pleasure. You totally could. I could, yeah. But could it's a bit of a hassle. Just pause a halfway through and throw in a different color. Yeah, you could effectively. Or would you would you still split it into two parts? Are you splitting it into two parts? No. Or are you gonna print piece. it all as all as one? One piece. Whoa whoa hell yeah that's insane i guess yeah you have the print height that's kind of why i wanted to do it on purpose just to max out the height you know what yeah. i mean just do it as one no, piece it'd be because i wanted to print something ever since i got the printer i was like i want to print something really tall for fun just because it's big you know? have you ever thought about doing like a scale model of the burj khalifa and like find an stl of it but have it so that the final assembled model is like 150 inches tall and you just print it in a bunch of different, like small 15 inch <laughs> sections, like 10, 15 inch sections. I mean, I totally could. I totally could. That's what I, that's what I wanted to do in high school when I was like super obsessed with architecture. Yeah. I was like, I want to, I want to print something and just have this giant model skyscraper, which in hindsight seems like a little counterproductive and kind of pointless because it's just a big be cool, rectangle. be cool though it'd be cool I feel like especially I, if it's well if it's well detailed yeah i feel like i could go down the rabbit hole of architecture models it'd be cool to have a little scaled like <gasps> falling water little falling s- waters sydney opera house oh man a little scale model that'd be cool I'm, there's 100 percent guarantee files free files not I'm, online i'm gonna do a quick little search on the goog right now for a sydney opera house yeah remember uh do you still have your google mini named as zach's goog uh did you ever name name yours that too? i did no that was at the at the house though because you could name a different name under the different group oh uh, right because i have like 
because I would sometimes bring it home. I have like my like group here, which is like my house. And then right. I've got my room or I guess my room is like the group. And then um, just like Zach's something or whatever speaker or whatever uh, it pops up as. Okay. So it does, yeah, it that does was, look that was like funny. there are models here. They're all like saying like pay. That's on Yegi. Yeah. Yegi.com. Yeah. Thingiverse. Heaps of free stuff on Thingiverse. I mean, if you just like look up like architecture models or something, I'm sure like a bunch of free stuff pop up. Oh. And you'll probably find an opera house because it's probably one of the more common ones. Oh, definitely. It's a beautiful place. Beautiful piece of architecture, especially at night. Absolutely. I would, like, would like to see it in person at some point. That'd be cool. I'll, I'll take you to Sydney. Let's go back. Let's I'll go. show you. We'll find, we'll see an Ibis. <laughs> yeah, spin chicken. Bin chickens. Bin rats. I am basically like the New York, like New York has pigeons. Sydney and most of the coastal cities in Australia have bin ibis. Chickens. Ibises. Ibisai. What's a plural of an ibis? Or is it just ibis? I don't know. Uh, it's probably ibises. Make it even I'm more gonna, ugly sounding. I'm going to ask Google. Hey, Google, what is the plural of the word ibis? Ibises. Ibis. Right. Quiet now. Ibis. Okay. Like you know how it's not gooses, it's ge it's geese. Yeah. Oh, okay. Interesting. It's ibis. Ibis. Interesting. Okay. Which is kind of interesting. Interesting. Fair enough. I mean, I don't know how we got on that tangent. Whatever. Wanted to uh. Opera House. Oh. Yes, Opera House. I wanted to bring the loop back around to um. My new upgraded laptop. Still doing was, well? Uh, oh, man, it's beautiful. Edited photos for like a good hour and a half last night. Unplugged. Not even just running on battery. And it still wasn't dead. So I was like, okay, I'm going to do a bit of an experiment here. And opened up all seven of the Adobe apps. Eight of the Adobe apps that I have installed on my laptop. And opened up Keyshot. And opened up SolidWorks. And, try, and it was... The RAM was less than 50% used. Man, I'm so jealous. This is dangerous, though. It was though. insane. I'm going to spend all my money upgrading my laptop. I should just buy a and different And the laptop. battery lasted for like half an hour on that yeah, before it died. That's pretty nuts. And like I had documents open on all those programs. It was insane. Damn. I was, I was pretty pretty happy with it, not going to lie. Damn. Yeah, that's pretty sweet. I think you should upgrade at least the battery. Man, the battery has been like huge. Yeah, I'll yeah I'll see. It's one of those things. It's like I don't do I want to put. Not that I'm planning on getting a new laptop soon, but like, do I want to put money into a laptop that I'm not like totally crazy about keeping? You know yeah, I mean? you're like, not. You like your laptop, but you're not as dead set on it as I am on mine. I are you? I yeah I love it. The only there's only two things I wish I could probably change. One vent vent to me, boy. One kind of the same screen as yours, where it's like a matte finish, a non gloss. Yeah, you've got a gloss. Your, yours is a touch screen, isn't it? It is a touch screen, which is like fine. I barely really use yeah. it to be honest. It's kind of nice. Um, 
sometimes you're working in Photoshop if I'm because I got my my monitor and my other TV on my desk and I want to bring something yeah. big up like as a reference to sketch I can just like zoom in on the page and like rotate it easily it's kind of mm. nice but other than that I don't really use touchscreen um, yeah. but sometimes the gloss yeah like it's kind of annoying with Very. reflections and stuff like that um, fingerprints other, too the fingerprints too the the other thing is like the bezel on the screen oh how so too big like, yeah like because yours is like pretty much to the edge yeah there's a it's like a three sixteenths inch bezel all the way around which isn't which is pretty much is pretty minimal considering that it's yeah. a laptop yeah or less i mean mine's like on the sides it looks like a half inch to five eighths and at Ooh. the top it's like probably close to an inch probably seven eighths to almost an inch Ooh, that's gross and it's like it's not, it's not like the screen itself is big is more than big enough but it's like yeah just aesthetically something i would rather you know it looks very old whatever. like it looks old yeah like it does 2000, 2008 laptop. yeah when it's not right but i like it because overall the exterior looks like a, a macbook anyways like it's clearly yeah. like designed after a macbook but yeah it's, but it's better it's uh, one of those imitation products yeah the only thing i've noticed here i feel like the the font on the keyboard's a bit wacky as in like the the stuff on the physical keys itself yeah, the letters it's like the font they use really? is a bit like wacky i don't know it's a bit like cartoony in a way like comic sans s yeah i mean not that bad but like uh, maybe bad. i got used to it but like i don't know there's something about it that just seems a little wacky to me i don't know what wacky in what sense like a bit the like spacing of stuff i don't know no it's just like literally the font itself like it just looks like it's more like the, the, i don't i don't know it's just it looks like a funky version of like ariel or something you know what i mean like just like a, a slightly like everything almost looks like it's tilted a bit and it's like oh. it just i don't know it just the it's weird it's hard to explain it but it just to me something seems a bit weird about it because now i'm looking at mine like trying to see something wrong with it and I can't. I don't. I, yeah. I don't see anything. I don't wrong know. With it. I got Do you have the the lights in your keyboard? Yeah. Like a light up keyboard. Yeah. yeah. Big win there. That's nice. Huge. I usually huge run asset. it off though. With that off, because that drains a lot of battery. Oh, I haven't even thought of that. Same with like I my screen. That. Even though I like the brightness being pretty much max like all the time, but yeah, um, that drains a lot of battery too. Because it's like mine's four K, so like it. Oh, true. Sucks battery juice hard. Sucks the juice big time. Big battery juice sucker. Speaking of sucking the juice big time. Yeah. Great segue, if I do say so myself. Okay. Okay. You sent me a uh, thing on Snapchat this morning, which is a link to Twitter because I don't have Twitter. Um, I almost deleted it the other day. I was like, I think I'm done with Twitter. But anyways, continue. But I'm glad that you didn't because you... Uh, you it's came because of this, that. That's why I don't, tweet. because of stuff like this. You just got to curate your feed. Just Actually, get rid of all the well, exactly. annoying people. Well, honestly, the feed isn't the issue for me. It's like whenever I go into like search or something, you see like the recommended news or whatever that's going on. You're oh, like, it's like who's trending on Twitter. Half of it is like, yeah, the trending stuff. Half of it is like, you know, election Trump. debate. And the other half is like <sighs> celebrities I couldn't give a shit about, you know? Speaking of elections and celebrities, okay. did you hear that Kanye and Donald Trump both made a public call to go on Joe Rogan? Really? 
Yeah. Jesus, his? In, in the same day, less than an hour apart. That's going to be like when he had Elon Musk on. He's getting yeah. millions of views. I think both of the Elon Musk episodes have like 20 plus million views or something. Man. Like, imagine that. That's going to be wild. I don't think Trump will go on it, though. Really? Why not? I think yeah. he will. Definitely. I think he'd want to. But I don't think Joe Rogan would have him on. Oh, no. Really? No, you, I think yeah. you definitely would. This close to an election just seems seems risque. I, I think he would have both of them on. Dude, he'd have he'd both of them Con- on at the he'd same have time. On in our- no, I was going to say, he, he would have oh, Trump and imagine? Biden on at the same time. He, Joe wouldn't care, I think. It'd be, he'd find it hilarious. Yeah, you got a fair point there. I just, I feel like Trump, like, especially being a president, like, you remember... Um, there's the comedians in cars getting coffee episode of yeah with Seinfeld and Obama. Obama, yeah. And you see like how strict that is. Yeah, and that's for like a 15 minute, 20 minute TV yeah. spot or Netflix spot, I guess. Is it on? Was it ever on TV or was it made for Netflix? It's um, a good question. It's not a Netflix original, but no, maybe it was TV at first. I don't know. Maybe I, I remember seeing it on know. YouTube a bunch. I don't know. Yeah, because they're all such different lengths. Yeah, like it's not like they have to fill a 30 minute TV spot. Anyways, you see like how much trouble he had to go through with that. And they ended up doing it at in, in like in the white house's cafeteria or kitchen or whatever. Yeah. For most of it, I guess maybe, I guess Trump doesn't necessarily have to be there in person. No, like, I mean, that's the thing. Like I would imagine, I mean, that one was also like, Hey, can we take the president out in a classic car that isn't, his presidential car that isn't like bulletproof and bombproof this is in true. like downtown washington like no yeah right with this risky. it's like even if he was there it's like sit at a table in this bunker looking place and you have security and all the guards sitting outside anyways like it's yeah in texas too is texas do you know if texas is a trump state oh i have no idea to be honest i'm gonna no I'm gonna idea. Do a quick quick google but um yeah, I'm, but yeah, he could just be in the White House. Yeah, like you, that's okay, what I'm thinking. You imagine this, like how big, like even bigger Joe Rogan would get, how many views you'd have if not only did you have Trump on, but Trump was like, like Skyping him from the desk of the Oval Office. That, <laughs> that would, would be, be so hilarious. Good. That would be so good. That would actually. Looks like Texas is mostly Democrats. Okay. I don't so that's even... a good, that'd be a good thing for, for Trump. I I I don't I think Trump compared to most presidents is like most presidents would be like yeah I would do that I would go on but Trump was like is probably one of the few that actually just would I yeah. think because he just I don't know he's crazy like that I'm surprised Obama hasn't gone on Joe Rogan to be honest he's out enjoying his life too much right now I think yeah he's being a beautiful man I think like if he was still in office without big the podcast is now he probably would have. Oh, definitely. Like Obama's woke. Remember his um yeah. his final speech, um as president in like like it was like a thank you speech, and he had that um actor comedian as his anger oh yeah, management yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, impersonator. Key and Peele. Remember his name? Key. Yeah. Key. Keegan Michael Michael Key or whatever. Yeah, that was hilarious. As the anger translator. I yeah. do not get upset. Well, that's because, you know, that came from, they did a, a, you know, Key and Peele, a little, like, TV mm-hmm. show. 
where they yeah. do like funny sketches that that they came up with that sketch where Jordan oh, Peele was man. pretending to be the president and Keegan-Michael man. Key was like the anger translator and that was one of the wow. episodes of the show and it did so well that they actually got him to do that the final speech that's amazing yeah that's yeah, it was imagine really, like coming up with that that was definitely oh. one of those things where like he's cool He's a cool guy. He yeah. let that happen. You know, made that happen. Speaking speaking of Jordan Peele, I'm totally just off this Twitter tangent here. Speak. Um, the Twilight Zone is back. Yeah, he's like directing it, right? Yeah, Jordan Peele's directing and the writing new... it. Probably, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, I've been watching it. Oh really? It's it's good. Wasn't that a it's, big show in like the '80s or something? Yeah, the guy who wrote Game of Thrones, like the Game of Thrones books, George R. R. Martin. Yeah. He worked as a writer and a producer on um, ah. the Twilight, like the original Twilight Zone. Oh, interesting. Cool. I didn't yeah. know that. The more you know. But yeah, dude, this uh, this show's good. I, I 150% would recommend it. Yeah, I actually saw a commercial for it the other day and it looked kind of cool. Yeah. It's like, it's trippy. The first one that I watched it with my mom, she was like, you, you should watch this. Jordan Peele's in it. And I'm like, Jordan Peele, I know that. I know that guy. I'll I'll give it a watch. Watched it, freaky, like genuinely yeah. freaky. The, the uh the plot twists in it are gnarly. Mm. Did you see Get Out? The movie. <sighs> I think. Or have you heard about it? Do you know what it is? That movie. Yeah, I'm just googling it he, here he just to make sure I'm that. thinking of the right one. Yeah, he I did, have seen yeah. it. I watched that in in residence when it came out in in we were in second year. Mm. watch that that was creepy too yeah that was a little uncomfortable no but imagine too going back to the broken pocket real quick imagine you Kanye on too like that that would, would be, be good okay the only thing i could see with is like have you ever seen the on netflix i think it's netflix original you know um is a letterman yeah because he left the show right the night the late night and yeah. he my did, next guest is yeah have you seen those that one we watched one with Lewis Hamilton together. Yeah, yeah, of course I made you watch one. But he yeah, had. He there's one we had Kanye on, and like I, th I think I feel like we watched that one it's too. It's like, it's, it's good because I feel like Kanye's misunderstood a lot because like he actually yeah. has kind of like really creative ideas, but the way he expresses them sometimes comes off as like you're batshit crazy. But yeah, the problem is is like some that like he'll start off like kind of quiet and he's like fine but then once he gets into it, he starts like kind of going on rants and he and then he seems kind of awkward to talk to but i guess yeah. i guess he jorgen also talked to elon musk who also seems very awkward to talk to so i don't know yeah i, I feel like may, maybe kanye is not used to having like a just a down-to-earth conversation because he's dealing with all these That's celebrities and whatnot in hollywood and not to say that all celebrities are stupid or anything but because I feel like a lot of them are pretty intelligent, but for the most part, it would be just like dumb, mindless interviews where he's just repeating the same thing over and over point. and over and over and over again. That's a good point. Whereas to have someone like Joe Rogan just ask, like, "Do you like elk?" I was just about to say that. <laughs> I like, I was... Have you ever been? Have you ever been bow hunting? Have you ever done Man, shrooms? So much, so much meat. Have you ever done shrooms? I still I got. Like, I, was... I got. A, still got a freezer packed. I was Full on a DMT elk. trip the other day. I provide food for my family. Do you smoke? Man, if I showed you this, hey, this hey, exercise you machine in the back, Jamie, pull this up. 
Well, Jamie. Jamie. <laughs> Alec. J- Jamie. Jamie. We need a Jamie. Uh, yeah. Wanna... We are. We are both. We are both Jamies. Yeah, I want to hire someone to be the Jamie. I want to hire someone, but not pay them because I can barely afford to live. Yeah. Exactly. Oof. Big struggle. Yeah. Big struggle. Struggles of life. Going back to Twitter. Yeah, that was a big. (laughs) That was a monster, monster rant. Yeah, going back to what we wanted to talk about, which is actually design related. Someone's Um, waving at me. I'll talk to you later. I'll be back later. (laughs) We had a small interruption there. It's weird. Like the doors close and you can hear someone talking. Mm. Let's go in. Um. Yeah, you sent me something. I can't, to be quite honest, I did not hear a single word you just said for the last 30 seconds because I was um, focusing on making sure that the room didn't blow up. Right. Uh, no, I was saying, um, going back to what we actually wanted to talk about, which yes. is design-related. <laughs> yes. I mean, Kanye is design-related, but that's beside the point. That's a whole different conversation. Is Kanye the the best artist to ever live? Uh, we're going to leave that topic for another day. Maybe ever. Um, Probably ever would probably be a good idea. Safe, safe bet. You sent me a tweet from, I'm going to loosely pronounce his name, Feng Zhu. Feng Zhu Design. Yeah, we're probably butchering it, but yeah. Feng, yeah, Feng Zhu. And he is a concept, or he's a graphic designer, technically, according to his um, Wikipedia page. He is an American... Graphic designer went to Art Center, obviously, as <laughs> as as most people just do apparently. Yeah, um, I wish. Oh, where's his Wikipedia? It just disappeared. Ah. Oh man, it's gone. It's gone. Anyways, graphic artist, graphic designer, does a bunch of cool stuff. Yeah, I've been following Check him for for a bit now on Twitter. Yeah, and. Uh, this tweet says it's got like a couple photos of um, like some concept art, concept development, like environment design. Mm-hmm. And then he says, many students try to design from scratch. There's an idea that their work has to be 100% original and different. In reality, it's completely opposite or it's the complete opposite. We want to see if you can build reality, reality based entertainment experiences through solid understanding of function, form and logic. And then further in that thread, the key is to start with a good base and only alter 10% of it. This 10% involves rearranging, combining, and rescaling objects. Disneyland is a perfect example. They create new experiences in confined confined areas by placing the right type of set dressing. And we do the same in concept art. So I have a feeling in this instance, he's talking more towards like game design concept art like concept design yeah, for movies games stuff games like that. movies that kind of thing yeah but what really struck me was his uh statement on originality what a cool and tweet like, right that's why i saw it and i was like yeah sending you this right away this is perfect like it is definitely a student mentality that everything has to be 100 percent different mm-hmm. from anything that's ever existed before which and I've definitely like he said it's quite the opposite complete yeah. opposite which, which is kind of a tough thing to to swallow yeah it because is because I've definitely fallen guilty of thinking like that 
you know? Can you give an example of when that was? I mean, was? the amount of times in, like, auto, you know, right. like, in third year starting and, like, you know, the project is, like, you know, design a car or something, right? Design mm-hmm. whatever car and you're, like, and you think, like, you look for a little bit of inspiration, a little bit of reference. Okay, I got a good idea. I got a really cool idea that no one's ever thought of before. And you're really hyped Literally up. Ever. And you yeah. start sketching it, and you're like, oh, I'm going to have these, like, cool hubless wheels. And, you know, I'm going to have, like, the headlights like this and whatever. Yeah. And you draw, and you're like, this looks cool. And, like, Bruce or Cam would look at it, like, this is cool. He's like, but I've seen it before. And you're like, what? What? What, do you, what do you mean you've seen it before? And then, like, I remember, actually, with the Clay Project, I had my concept went with had hubless wheels because mm-hmm. i thought it suited the whole aesthetic and theme and it, it looked nice right it looked cool yeah um totally and he was like yeah no it looks great like it looks it fits the aesthetic i get it he's like and he kind of laughed though and i was like what, you laughing at my sketch bruce and he's like yes and i was like ouch Rude. and then he was like no what i meant by that is i was laughing to myself because when he was in school for mm-hmm. des- for design, I guess for masters and stuff like that, and even before then, um, hubless wheels was like the newest thing then. Like all the master wow. students were doing it because that was the new hot trend, like the new sci-fi futuristic idea. Yeah, new technology. And they kind of laughed at it because now it's almost like a, it's a cliche. Or he sees it like you know, you think it's new, but like we've been doing it for like decades before because we thought it was new ever. then, right? And you're yeah. like, oh, like, okay, yeah, I, I haven't done it before. And then I was kind of like, I was like, oh, does that mean like I was boring? It already looks old. And he's like, I'm not saying you can't do it. Like, go for it. Yeah. It was just, I, he was just saying like, it's kind of funny, right? And even the thing with like Ken, when uh, one of the days in, I think the last semester, when he was showing us some of his work from like the 90s. Man, I would have loved to probably see Probably early that. 90s, I think. And um, like the old school auto sketching and rendering Mm -hmm. and you're looking at it and you're looking you're seeing like oh some of those ideas we thought are like new now but they've been doing it before forever and you're like oh god damn it man he did did that in the 80s come on (laughs) you know and here i am born here i am thinking it's new you know um but but that's kind of the one thing you're always trying to be you always think like have to be totally original and do something that no one's ever seen before to wow them but mm-hmm. like that's not the case i guess you know no never like they had the they talked about that with thesis right uh, mm-hmm. come up with come up with an original idea you know that was how they framed it from the start well yeah because when we was, had like i guess they talked to us um the la- like the, when the last week of third year right Oh, did Dylan just leave the chat? Oh no, we're back. Oh, that was really. You just got kicked out of Discord. Did you just die there? Um, or Discord just died. Interesting. You Are can you hear still me though? recording on your end though? Yeah, everything's cool. Oh, we're good. beautiful, man. That, um, that, okay, that's weird. Big strange. What? Happened uh, what I was saying though, I was like, because they talked to us like the last week, whatever, third year, right? Yeah. And was like, over the summer, think about, um topics or thesis mm-hmm. and then you know we want you to have i think it was like what 10 yeah they said ideas. if you can like come in with like 13 to 15 yeah or come up with that minimum and then like we, 10. we weed out some weak ones yeah like minimum of like 10 
good thesis topics for the first week of fourth year. Mm-hmm. And that was and ultimately like problems. Yeah, like well, right? yeah, we were not allowed to say topics, so there were problem yeah. definitions. Because it wasn't a it wasn't a topic, it was a problem. A problem. And but for the just for the for right now, we're just gonna say topics. Uh yeah. topics. A lot easier. Um and I, I guess probably a lot of people try to think of something like, oh, I gotta wow people with thesis. I'm gonna I gotta come up with something that like never seen before, completely new. Mm-hmm. And then you start thinking and you're like, it's you realize how difficult it is to come up with something totally original, totally brand yeah. new. You know, it's pretty much like almost impossible in some ways. Like it's yeah, you know, and I guess you know, people might think like I could have thought of some like crazy looking futuristic vehicle right that is mm-hmm. that is original maybe the yeah. the use of it isn't original but like the design of it whatever is original the, the visual aesthetic of it could but, be original but we were also kind of restrained with um certain criteria for thesis so like yeah you know when it came to th- certain things you're like i'm trying to be original trying to think of something different and then I, I don't know about you but i kept on realizing like oh no i'm being pulled back into like similar topic areas that they have every year because that's kind yeah. of what the criteria not restri- restricts you in some ways, which is a good thing. It push it pushes you towards certain problems. Yeah. Because those certain problems meet those criteria where there's other problems that are out there that are totally valid, but they don't meet or satisfy those yeah. criteria, which and therefore means you're pretty screwed. <laughs> yeah. You're really, really screwed. Um, Big time. But so we came up with those and, and I guess you kind of just have to sit there and be like, well, I guess it's not totally original. Yeah. And, you know, I feel like there was definitely some people, there was definitely, there was some people in thesis rights that had like the same idea or the same problem definition. There was a couple mm-hmm. of people that had like, I guess there was what, th- uh, three pairs that were kind of similar, four. Which ones are you thinking of? Well, I was thinking there was seven olive we're a name dropper, yeah. awesome peers here. Yeah. Um, Shout out to the kids. Uh, and then oh, didn't Colin and Evan, wasn't their problem kind of problem definition similar with the food? Mobile In a food, way, or... it was it was service, like delivery vehicles, but Colin's was more of a food truck, which just ended up being a total abysmal failure. And then Evan's... Okay. Evans Evans was an extremely his was auton not autonomous um metropolitan pa- parcel delivery right okay um and that project is wicked yeah absolutely wicked and then there was um Sean and oh uh, yeah that other guy his name his name now I feel bad with the mining one I and know. then I feel like there was another one I don't know I can't remember but like I feel like there was definitely some oh. people. Like I a couple people did like boat. There were oh, boat yeah. related problems. Right. But I know like our, you know, good buddy boy Seb was yeah. worried at one point because I was worried for the entire thing. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but he was worried that like having the same two people with the same idea or the same uh problem definition, same topic mm-hmm. would be a bad thing because you end up coming up with the same, you know, end product and yeah. You know, how do you stand out when someone else is doing the same idea? They're copying or whatever. Um, tough which, place to be in. It's tough, but I don't remember. Was it one of the profs who said to us something? Or there was because there's a few people talking about that or the same thing of like last year. Right. Mm-hmm. Like because um, you'd, you'd 
present them an idea and you're like i'm confident this is brand new they're gonna be like whoa yeah. i've never heard that and they're like oh yeah we haven't had that in a few years and you're like what do you mean and they're like oh well you know we've had it a few times but not in the last two years and you're like god yeah. damn it you know i think last time i saw that was t- 2018 right like it's oh man which is which is whatever but i think what didn't one of them say like you know we could literally give the whole class the same problem definition and end up mm-hmm. with 30 plus different solutions yeah. each one will regardless of the whatever the problem is each person's going to have a different idea on how to solve that which problem. that was like cool you're like huh i guess yeah i guess that's right that's right? like kind of why that's why we're in school in the first place exactly and it was oh, like yeah seb got into a real headspace about trying to and this isn't anything bad towards seb because he's a very talented individual um but it was like a lot of just stressing over the minutia of the fact that someone else in the class had not even the exact same problem definition. They operated in the same space. Ultimately, they were tackling different areas. He was tackling the issues of like the safety around underwater welding. I'm pretty sure that's how I remember it anyways. Yeah. And then Olives was something about saturation divers. Saturation divers, yeah which the main connection between the two of them is that they operate underwater and it involves humans doing manual labor underwater. Yeah. That's the general similarity. Yeah. And for the longest time, I remember this for the longest time, he was just stressing over the fact that someone else had a similar problem space to his and that he was scared that the solution, that his solution was going to be just basically the same thing and then no one was going to pay it any mind because there's just two in like a duplicate yeah. of a project basically which it's is like, like who, would, who cares yeah i mean yeah, I, I can understand where he's coming from from a point mm. where like because it's scary because oh, totally. you're like i'm putting all this time effort and money into this project it's going to be a big one it's called portfolio i want to stand mm-hmm. out right i yeah. want to do something different but then you have someone doing like kind of starting with the same idea it's it's a scary thing it is but I don't know. Maybe, maybe, I I almost see it as like it's kind of makes you think more creatively. So it's like how do I yeah. not only solve the issue but solve it differently and better than this person? Yeah, set yourself apart. You know, which is ultimately. which is really cool. I think opens up. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of bring it back to that tweet. What I think yeah. is really cool when he said something about you know start with a good base or whatever, and then you know make it 10% different. Yeah. Alter it, alter it by 10%. Alter, alter 10% of it. Automatically, one of the things my mind went to is one of the classic uh, guest speakers we had, the the lawyer, Mark come in Penner. and, and um, talk about, like, you know, like, uh, patent restrictions. is like, yeah. you know, 10% legally. Legally, that's you it. You can get away with it. 10%, 10% different. different. But what, what I think is interesting, that 10%, that 10% um, mm-hmm. You know, start with something, you know, a good base. In other words, like something that already exists. Yeah. Um, that works Grounded. well. Grounded in reality. Yeah. And then, yeah, that extra 10% is for you to explore different new options, different solutions, right? And mm-hmm. to put your own little spin on it and whatever. Um, I, I almost, that and the, the part where he's talking about, you know, Everyone trying to be original. That's what we all think. And then in reality, 
professional industries, like it's the opposite. Yeah. And one of the things that like I, I was thinking about when I was thought of that is like, you know, when uh, I mean, bringing it back to like auto, because that's mm-hmm. kind of what I know a little more. Um, it's like the only thing, you know. Yeah. Re- yeah, pretty much. <laughs> when like Bruce talked to us about like a studio or something, you know, you're, or from what I've seen, like an abstract and other kind of, you know, studio videos. Mm-hmm. Um, the designers are presenting a design to an executive, right? Whoever, whoever's yeah. calling the shots and saying, yeah, go for it or no, yeah. rethink it or change it, whatever. Um, the, the stakeholders of the project. And, and thinking as well, like, you know what, like Dennis had told us about when he presents ideas, it's three ideas. It's the mm-hmm. really safe, the slightly changed one. Yeah. And the really blue sky out there. You know? Yeah, like safe, progressive, and then blue sky. Yeah. And you said even usually they go with the safe or maybe the progressive. Yeah. Or usually it's like they go with the safe, but you persuade them a little bit to go a little more towards the progressive. Right? Yeah. And then you have the blue sky there just to show you, right? Um kind of same thing with the car with, with car design. I feel like what what based mm. off what I've seen and what Bruce told me, you know. Okay. Y- if you're if you're redesigning the the Mustang for mm-hmm. the ne- next year or whatever right yeah you, you I, I guarantee in the studio they probably have that they have you know something that's basically the exact same then they probably. have something that's a little modified based off of the previous year's design mm-hmm. and then you have the really out there like not even a facelift anymore it's like a redesign right yeah it's an entirely new car which is the more expensive and risky approach yeah it's good to have that to give the person an idea of what you guys what you can do what you're mm-hmm. thinking it's always a good uh, I, I feel like the blue sky is always a good way of like expressing like emotion and like you know yeah that kind of evoking, side to things evoking interest and story it. and stuff like that but I, I guess that falls under that like 10% right like yeah. if the progressive one you're starting off a good base the previous model and you're tweaking it 10% yeah you know I feel like that's mm. that's that's the way I understood that. Yeah. If that makes any sense. I didn't even think about it that way. You know what I mean? But because now, but now that you've brought it up, I can I can see that. Like I can understand right? that perspective. Because that's kind of the way of saying like, well, you go with a safe option, but you just tweak it a little bit to make it slightly newer. Mm-hmm. Right. And that way, it's still identifiable. Yeah. But you can also identify the difference. You know, <laughs> exactly. You can see the the evolution of whatever that idea is. Exactly, and. Um, for me to go on another right here. One other thing it reminded me of was like, I feel like at the start of like the pandemic at the end of school, I really wanted to get more into like concept design, concept art. Yeah. You were big into like the photo bashing stuff together. Yeah. I want to get more into that actually as well. But, um, I watched cause I was like looking up concept art, concept design videos. It recommended to do. me on YouTube. Um, I can't remember the guy's name, but he was a concept designer concept artist and start his own concept company for games and movies i think primarily games though and he was giving a speech at an art school an art college or something again don't know where um somewhere but it was a recorded like you know guest speaker type you know presentation yeah and really cool guy and one of the things that i found was really interesting was he kind of, you know, asked like all the kids in there. He was like, you know, you know, if you want to get into concept design, he's like, 
he's like, who wants to be the best? And obviously everyone puts their hands up because you want to be the best, yeah. right? You want to be that person getting the best jobs, the one where your name is known. Yeah, and in an industry typically where it's hard to be known like that, right? Exactly. Um, he had he brought up a little picture on the screen, and it was like a it was like a mountain range. It was like Everest or whatever. I don't know what it was hmm. part of what, but it was some mountain range, right? And he like draws. He's got like you know Photoshop open on the screen as an art presenter would, and he's drawing he little like little doodle people, stick figures, climbing the mountain in red, you know. And he's like, "This is everyone becoming a concept designer." concept art climb up the mountain at the top is like that's the top level the best of the yeah. best right and he's like the peak what everyone thinks concept art is and how you become better at it mm-hmm. um he's like you draw the line and like this is the route they take and it's like climbing up the whole mountain range you yeah. know going like the longest way the most easy but long way and yeah. he's like well, not even easy but like the longest way yeah. the scenic the the scenic route yeah and right. he's like, the best concept artists and best concept designers find a way to climb up the steepest, fastest point to get to the top. Yeah. Right? Mm. And when he was explaining it, because I was like, that's kind of interesting. I was like, do they cheat? What is this? <laughs> do they yeah, pay the like, way? Oh, whatever. And he was saying like, you know, if you, he's like, if he, at first of all, he said, if you're going into like concept, concept design, yeah, you know, love art but don't expect to be doing art he was like he was like if you love spending hours painting a painting mm-hmm. that's good but that's not for you if you want to be the best you can't that's not for you Interesting. right he was like concept design is all about efficiency it's about doing it as fast as possible and I he's like that. people doing the scenic route these are the people that spend hours you know going in on like photoshop and painting a whole scene by hand from scratch, right? Mm, He's true. like, you can do work like that. It, it whatever takes time, but you know, yeah. whatever, skillful. He's like, the best of the best, they start with something. Mm, they don't I start from scratch, and that's where he brings in the tools like photo bashing and stuff. Mm-hmm. He's like, you know, it's like if I was doing some like cool, like, you know like cyberpunk style car yeah you know okay i could good, start good from base. i could start from scratch yeah start sketch from, some ellipses sk- and yeah go sketch it draw everything put it in digital render it all that stuff or i could get a picture of an existing car mm-hmm. and i could get other pieces from different vehicles different types of mechanical equipment whatever electronics and start photo bashing it together yeah I'm not drawing the individual components. I'm putting other things together. Honestly, there's a skill mm. in it. You're not just putting it together. There's more of a skill of making yeah. it look like you're not just putting photos together. You have together. to understand composition and form yeah. and but function and all that. But you're starting with something. Yeah. Right? And, you know, it's... You're not just starting from scratch. And really, you're not like, I didn't design the car. I didn't design all the pieces, all the photos I'm using. This is true. It's not my work, but I'm putting it together to you're create my own. You're composition. Yeah. yeah. And... And he said the same thing was like, you know, if you're drawing a character for a concept mm-hmm. design, he's like, what are you going to sit there? Even if you're good at drawing people, you're going to sit there for hours getting the anatomy correct. It's like, no, hmm. you go buy a cheap 3D model yeah. of, a, of a person, of a human form. Mm-hmm. You go into the, into the uh, 
into the software. You put the move them into you move the form into the pose that you want, and yeah. you screenshot it. And then you bring that to Photoshop, True. and now you just draw on top of it. You just build off of it. You've just yeah. saved hours instead of trying to draw someone anatomically correct, anatomically, I don't know, whatever. Anatomically. Anatomically correct. Yeah. Instead of doing that, you just, all that time, huh. you know? So I felt like that was one other thing I thought about too. I was like, because I guess he's in concept design, is the idea yeah. of like, you know, you're starting something and then you're changing. And I think even the photos he had on that tweet wasn't like the last one like picked like a collage of like pictures of real environments yeah it was basically all the stuff that he put together into that image right? and then just like sketched over really yeah, basically like overlaid it in like yeah. his kind of like a loose style of things mm -hmm. that already existed and then rearranged everything to create a scene wow like he basically photo bashed but with like yeah but sketched it in a way can you explain what photo bashing is for the good folks listening at home it's literally it's like what that is um taking images and putting them together to create a new image right essentially you know it's instead of like again like going back to a car reference if i was making some futuristic looking cyberpunk car um instead of starting from scratch and everything i can find a picture of a car i do like in the view angle perspective that mm -hmm. i want boom start with car and then it's like oh, i want to put like a body kit on the car i go find an image of a car with a body kit that I like, bring it mm -hmm. onto Photoshop, cut out everything but the things I want, paste yeah. that on, and then you can match the color. You can blend it together so it looks like a cohesive right. image in the end, right? But I've seen like, a lot of concept of concept design like that, and you look at something you're like, oh, that's from, wow, they spent like hours painting that and like doing everything original. It looks like it. It looks and it's like, like it, doesn't that's it? the idea. Yeah. But and that was one of the things in the presentation he talked about too. He's like, when he's meeting clients, it's like you mm -hmm. want to you you don't want the show to work and then be like, oh, I see where you got that image and that's a different image that you put on that piece. It's like you want yeah. them to look at it and be like, that's totally original. That took forever. It looks amazing. But in yeah. reality, you spent a few hours putting images that other people took together. Yeah. You know. You can make a four-hour piece of work look like it took forty. Yeah, and that's the idea, right? But again, that's that starting with a good base and yep. tweaking it 10%. But Man. I wonder I wonder what you think about that is cuz that's like a fine line that I feel like yeah is like is that copying? Hmm. Cuz like I don't think like what he's talking about that's not copying. That's not stealing no. work, that's not copying. But it's like it's a very fine line to walk of like what is 10% different? Have you changed enough? Yeah. What's okay? What isn't okay? You know? I think like, I think it's, it is tricky. And I do agree that it is, it is, it is a very fine line. Now to use your example of a cyberpunk car, you're going to take an, an original photo of a vehicle, put some stuff on it. You're going to be placing a bunch of, Say we're going to take the cyberpunk car and we're going to put it on a street in like some cyberpunk world, something yeah. like that. Just for the sake of example, I thought my nose was bleeding for a second, but it's not. Yikes. We're okay. That's good. We're not. No live bleed on the show. Um, obviously, the images that you're going to use for the most part are not your own original images, right? Yeah, no. 
However, so like for on a technical level, you take all these things, you put them into Photoshop. And if you do nothing to modify them, it's basically just a collage of someone else's pictures. Right. Right. However, you're now taking it in, you're using like the free transform tool or like perspective warp and you're burning, you're dodging stuff and cutting stuff up, playing stuff around, duplicating things, blurring stuff. You are tweaking it to a point where it's almost unrecognizable what the original image is. Right. I think. And you're creating this composition, which you have in your mind, or maybe you've thumbnailed a bunch of them out on like a sketchbook and stuff. And you know, roughly how this composition should look. You sketch over it in Photoshop. You add like graphics, like you use a, use a soft airbrush or something, erase a bunch of stuff. You know, you're, Oh, I'm going to, cause you can use like a texture. You can effectively create your own texture brush yep. using an image in Photoshop and you can use that and have it be able to produce only specific colors. So if you're like, I need, I need a very certain type of, uh, aesthetic for this thing. Like it needs these specific colors. Oh, I almost killed the microphone there. You can do that if you know Photoshop well enough. And at that point it almost becomes like you were saying, its own type of digital painting yep. and it may have the appearance that it took forever because there's all this detail in it, right? If you say take a picture of some kind of electric components from the rocket ship and have that as like an exposed body panel, but you've taken like bars of metal and extra wire photos and you've mix matched it all in together. And then there's like an organic element to it, like say muscles or something just for the sake of example. And it's all blended together. You could say, well, you didn't take any of those photos. No, I didn't take any of those photos. You're absolutely correct. Where am I ever going to get the chance to take that photo? Exactly. But, but you're taking it, you're cutting it up and you're composing it in a way that has never existed before. And you're adding different effects to it as is the nature of Photoshop that has never existed before. And ultimately it's, I feel like a similar analogy would be saying that like all painting is copying because we're all just using the same brands of paints, you know, like I can do a painting with one brand of paint and you can do a painting with the same brand. So I'm going to say, Oh, that's copying because it's both the same brand of paint. It's like, no, it's not. We may use the same brand of black, the same brand of white to create a painting. And it's going to be two different things. The, the tools themselves may be the same, but the way that we use them is ultimately going to be different. And in this case, it's using those reference images, in this case, a photo bashing concept art, that kind of thing, as tools to create the artwork, ultimately. So, I mean, I guess long story short, as long as you're not, like you, you have to modify it in a way. You can't just blatantly put it on the canvas and Photoshop and like change the color of it and say, yeah, this is my design. It's like, no, you just did an image adjust or a color adjust yeah. feature, right? It doesn't work that way. Um, other way around is you take it and you create a legitimate 
piece of art out of it, like digital art. You know, that's that's how I would treat it. Yeah. Ultimately, kind of an interesting, uh, yeah, conversation though, isn't it? I guess it's it a pretty is. cool. It's always cool, I think, hearing that from someone in the industry or seeing them oh, say totally. that. Like, hey, don't worry. Like, originality is like that's, you know, you're putting so, your spin on things. Your little that one percent of your your style that's your originality yeah. right kind yeah. of thing like how you how you um use that 10 percent to your advantage is your originality exactly right and it's like it's the idea of what you can do with it i genuinely think originality is a little overrated like saying come up with an original idea yeah that will never happen because it's been done countless times before just in a multitude of different ways exactly you know? exactly How, however what was I just saying? Originality is overrated. Originality is overrated. The idea that you have, which an I, developing an idea is different from being original, I think. Yeah. Like you can come up with, thinking of coming up with an original idea is challenging. But an, I feel like an idea is ultimately a way to solve a problem or create something new. Whereas originality is just how new is that idea you know or how how many times has that idea been done before um and if you can if you can have strong ideas and positive ideas ideas that are say atypical and aren't run-of-the-mill standard then that's a different story yeah you know and like that's where strong thesis projects come from is yeah, the, the problem may not be original. The problem is probably pretty common, right? And maybe the topic, the topic for sure will not be original. Say, take yours, for example, like auto an, an autonomous vehicle, ultimately. Yeah, it's like the not most, an no, it's not like an the original most idea cliche topic in a car design right now, a vehicle yeah. design right now, to be honest. But the idea behind that of an autonomous workspace for like working on the go, that's where it changes. Yeah. Ultimately. And that's the idea breaking through that air quotes, originality barrier of like, oh, it's not an original idea. Forget about it. It's like, who cares? Yeah. Just do something with it. You yeah. Know? Which I feel like is, again, it. I still struggle with that a little bit, I think, because it's a hard headspace to get out of, like, because you are, because so it's worrying. You you don't want to be called out for, even if you're not copying, you don't want to be called out for copying. You're saying, that looks yeah. like so-and-so's, right? That oh, looks that looks like that. You know, you're just copying, oh, it's an electric car. It looks just like a Tesla or whatever. It's like, it's like be quiet. You know, it's it's tough, but I think that's important. And I think, I think, I don't know how, but I think more... Like creative people need to hear that earlier on, yeah. Definitely. In like school and their careers and everything is that is, you know, understand that like look, you're not going to be like it's impossible for you to be 100 percent original with every idea you come up with. So don't even worry about it. Yeah, don't bother. Sometimes it's even I think more creative in some ways of like picking something that's already been done and like doing it a better way. Yeah, improve you on know? it. Improve on it. That's a big thing. You, know? you remember first year with Ken, uh, design methods class where we had to design yeah. a food tray? Yeah. And everyone's thinking, oh, 
my idea is going to be so original. My idea is going to be this, this, that, and the other. And then he comes in and he's like, oh yeah, like you got a, you got a 65. Your idea was pretty okay. Good, good analysis, decent model. And you think like, maybe my idea wasn't as original as I thought. It's like, it's a food tray. Yeah. It's been done so many times. Tray. Yeah. How many, surely you can do infinite iterations of a food tray. But like everyone is, it's, it's all going to go towards a similar vein because the origin of the idea itself, a food tray is not original. If you say, if you can frame it as like a food carrying device, that's different. That changes things because then it's not just a tray. It's not just a, like it could be some weird folding briefcase accordion thing. You know, that has a yeah. bowl pop out of it. Ooh, you know, there you, you go. Know. Could just sling it on as a backpack and like suck apple juice out of your back. Like a camelback thing. There you go. For apple juice. Or like or like spoon feed yourself cereal with a robotic arm. You never know. But at least it's opened up new ideas for exactly. you. Exactly. Right? New because solution. You've, you've broken or you've disassociated it from that that the concept of a food tray as an example which is not inherently not original and you're not worried about making something new and unoriginal you're just designing a new food tray yeah but then you say it's a food carrying device the sky's the limit i feel like that actually could be like it's more of a selling factor for your work too if you can do something that's been done but change it up a mm-hmm. little bit because like oh, I, I could imagine like maybe like i should be like trying to get a concept design job or something and you're like here's like this whole like spaceship and universe type thing i've created and here's this like it's totally crazy it's totally different blah blah, blah. and they're like that's great but like we don't do that like yeah. and they're they're instead they're like can you do orcs but not orcs <laughs> you yeah. know like like improve on something that's been done or you know do something a little differently but based on something that's existed yeah do an oracle make it different we got this new game coming out in 2021 or whatever and we need the orcs to be recognizable as an orc but they can't look like this they can't look like this no they can't be orcs because yeah it's like what do you do with that it's not an original idea i feel like it's not an original concept yeah the idea it's the the way that you treat the original concept or whatever whatever you want to call it yeah the wording the wording has to be very particular in that case i feel to like to be proper yeah. especially if you were to look at it on like a granular gran- granular granular level mm. slurring my words and i'm not even intoxicated yeah maybe it's a stroke Hopefully not. Better, better not be. <laughs> Hopefully not. Better not be or there won't be an episode. Oh, no. But yeah, it's it's tough, isn't it? Especially like obviously still as young designers, the whole, uh, what, what's a good word for it? Like the phantom of originality Ooh. is intimidating. Ooh. I like that a lot. Yeah. Oh, genius. Because you're like, well, if I'm trying to make an industry, I don't want people to think I'm just copying people to be successful kind of thing. Like, mm-hmm. You know, I got to pave my own way in the industry. It means I have to be totally original and 
do things no one's ever thought about before, but as yeah. not the case, I get, you know, look at shoes. People keep designing shoes, more loops. The concept of a shoe is not original. No. It's how you treat that idea yeah. with your own ideas. That's where the originality comes in. Yeah. You know, I think shoes should have as many loops as possible. Just I love loops. Just everywhere. Just more loops. The more loop loops. shoe. The loop shoe. It's made out of loops. Literally just all ooh, loops for your toes. Oh, it's I don't like know if I'd like that actually. It's like individual. Each toe has its own individual buckle. That'd be a pain to get on. Yeah, it would be a pain. It'd be really clunky. Yeah. Your toes would be just spread out like... <laughs> like you uh, look like a duck walking around. No, nah, I don't like the idea. No, it's a bit gross. May try. I may sketch it, though, now that it's in my head. It's original, though. It is original, you know? How do we solve the problem of loose toes? <laughs> Toe loops. There simple, you go. Simple fix. Simple there, fix for a very complex, common first world problem. Tricky, yeah, isn't for it? For when your toes stick together. When your toes stick together. Big, big struggles. Have anything else you want to... Uh, you want to shat about? I feel like I've emptied all the great ideas on my head for now. You yeah. Know? Well, that's not very original. Yeah, I feel the same way. I though. don't care. Pretty, pretty spent. Yes, I don't. I don't care if your idea is original or if it's not. That car looks like you copied Ferrari. Yeah, it's because I did. Yeah, suck it, buddy. Why did you? You came up with a supercar, but it looks like Ferrari. It's like, well, yeah, I'm gonna start with something good here. It's like, Idiot. man, you were born and you look like your parents. It's not very original. I, <laughs> I feel like, I mean, that'd be actually one more thing before we wrap up. Um, be kind of a cool way to bring, inter- like, connect that to, like, learning how to sketch as well, which I just mm-hmm. thought about right now. Because we yeah. talk about that a lot because I feel like it's one thing we like talking about. Um, not doing. We don't like doing it, but we like talking about apparently, it. Apparently, yeah. Um, you know, one thing we've always talked about, right, but like the, you know, copy for learning purposes. Yeah. Like, you know, do you think out. that runs in the same vein of. Yeah. Because yeah. this is what I was about to say. It was like, you know, car sketching, right? Well, I mm-hmm. always say, well, Bruce always told it, you know, print out a sketch, overlay it, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. If you're having trouble um, drawing a car, mm-hmm. right? Like, if I was like, I want to design a supercar um, from like a front three quarter perspective, you know, dog view. Um, but I'm having trouble getting the kind of the shapes and the structure of it, the perspective, the proportion. I could print off a car that's in the the same type of car in the same view that I want it, print Mm -hmm. it off, overlay it. There's a starting point. Now I'll overlay that sketch, but now I can add my own things to it. Mm -hmm. But you're starting with something that's already there. Yeah. And then you're throwing your own stuff on it and tweaking it and changing it up. But at least you've got something to base off so you know the structure of it is correct. It's a good place to start. Yeah. That's that's like the same thing, right? You're starting with something good. It is. 10% different. And it's a great way to learn, I think. This is true. Kind of a cool. That's definitely something I'm going to uh, dabble into a lot more once. Like what that. Once October passes. Yeah. That's like what that tweet, right? Like you literally yeah. like overlaid photos. Literally, it's the same thing. But then just move stuff around and like added little extra little details or his own little style yeah. to it. Like you're basing enough in reality that it's recognizable and you can understand it for what it is. Yeah. And then you add your flair to it. Like you know, it. you add your, your, your 
own essence yeah. as it's a like, designer. It's like, oh, I want to redesign, you know, a new McLaren, a new or a new Mustang. I want to design the new yeah. Mustang, but I'm having trouble. Well, let me print off a photo or a sketch yeah. of the of a current Mustang, mm-hmm. and now overlay that, and now just start building off of that. There you go. Good place that's to a little, that's what you have to do saves a lot of time too i mean if you can draw it like without doing it right away then go for it but if you're having trouble like why not yeah how important do you think speed is in the automotive industry like Probably as in like personal speed of sketching not speed of the vehicle from what bruce has told us very important <laughs> hmm. were you in that class when he brought all of his interior sketches in i was because he said that thankfully. he i think didn't he say he had that like that was before lunch that was like when he started yeah. work to lunch, which would have been like what to eight to twelve, probably. Yeah, it was like 20, 30 pages there. It's like two th- rendered uh, like using pastels, markers, and pen. Three four hours of man, like I can do like two pages in three to four. Hours. That would have been like I maybe would have got to like five of those pages. <laughs> yeah. So yes, if, I'd say if, very. If anyone from Ford is listening, he did not take anything, nothing. Oh no! There these are something no, he did on no, his own time. This is just <laughs> yeah, no no sketches left the the private studio at all. Promise. I feel like it's late enough where it wouldn't even matter anymore. It's an old concept. It's not like it's yeah, it's true. It's an old car by today's standards. Also, it's not like he showed us the patent drawings or something. <laughs> yeah, that's true. You know, that's a fair point. Like, I can't wait to have Bruce on. I really can't. It's gonna be awesome. It's gonna be really cool. I hope we can do it in person. I that really would do. be the most fun. Have some yeah. beers with him. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Like, I was thinking, where are we gonna do it? We can do it at the kitchen table, probably. Probably be probably be okay. Should record. Um, get Brucey boy in. Say, hey, Bruce. Bruce sitting at my kitchen table. When yeah, right. Dream come true. It's like Bruce. Now Man. that you're not technically my professor. What are your opinions of me and my skills? Yeah. What do you... Re- I mean, he would have told us anyways whether no, students he, or not. He, yeah, no, he told me anyways, so... Nothing, no surprise there. What What did he say about you? No, I don't think... I think he... We got along. I don't think he's... Oh, yeah. I think, if anything, he probably thought I could do a lot better than I did. Oh, yeah. That's, he knows you have potential. He just was yeah. waiting for you to do something with it. Which I did. And you graduated. Yeah, so... Yeah, you just graduated. <laughs> That was it. That was the extent of your talent and abilities. Oops. Oh, well, it is what it is. He's an inspiring guy, and that's why. <laughs> like, I, I run Bruce through my brain dozens of times. Mm-hmm. I'm like, well, how would Bruce do what this? What would Bruce what do? What would Bruce do in this situation? That kind of thing. Yeah. It's going to be exciting when we finally get him on. Really, really exciting. I'm curious to see what he thinks about this whole thing. I, yeah, I think you'll be, um, I think you'll think it's pretty cool. I think so. Bruce Bruce likes that. I'm pretty stoked to, because uh, when we actually go public with it and we tell our, our friends about it and we push it properly, mm-hmm. um, not that we haven't been doing it properly, but we haven't been putting, we haven't been um, advertising and telling people. We haven't been advertising it and like promoting it on like a day to day basis consistently. Yeah. We haven't leveraged our own social media or our no, or like personal networks yeah word of mouth or anything like that yeah no yeah we're just relying at the moment for the next couple of weeks i guess just relying on 
just literally whatever happens in the grand scheme of things. But uh, it's going to be curious to see how everything plays out once everything goes goes live, goes public, yep. per se. That'd be cool. Be yeah, fun. it's going to be good. I got a piece so bad. Me so too, actually. Up. Yeah, we're going to wrap this up. Oh, man. Okay. If you have any questions or would like to show us some cool stuff, send us an email, hi.theprocesspodcast at gmail.com. Wax Zats and what is our Instagram? Our Instagram is the process underscore underscore podcast. That's a double underscore. Beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. Leave us a uh, review on Apple Podcasts. Subscribe to us on Spotify, Google Podcasts, anywhere that you get your podcast. We don't discriminate yep. between podcast providers. Zach, you use Apple Podcasts most of the time, don't you? Uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah getting Spotify. Getting into I'm Spotify, Spotify now. Yeah, yeah. I'm getting into it now, but mostly Apple. I love it. I love Spotify for um, for podcasts. Don't really use it for music, but that's beside the point. That's a conversation for another day. Yeah, Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us once again at the Process Podcast, and we will have a good weekend, I think. Yeah, yeah. yeah have Friday. a good weekend. It is Friday. Have a good weekend. Enjoy Saturday, Sunday, and we'll be back in your glorious ear holes on Monday. Mm. Bye. Peace.